welcome to Brand With Podcast. I am your host, Ivan Estrada. In this podcast, we will be discussing all things branding and marketing, from fashion to design, real estate, entertainment, tech, philanthropy, and much more. Nothing is off the table. We will have guests from all over the world to give you a global perspective on branding and marketing. Our goal is to dissect as many branding and marketing experts to get you all thinking about your brand by providing motivation and inspiration for you. Thank you all for listening and let's roll. Hello and welcome back to Brand With Podcast. I'm Ivan Estrada and today we have one of my best friends joining us. She is the founder and CEO of Financially Wise Inc., a financial company offering fee-only financial and investment planning services, online courses, speaking services, and more. Her goal is not only to help manage people's finances, but to also educate them on money management to set them up to make the best monetary decisions. Our guest today is a go-to financial expert for the Wall Street Journal, CNBC, CNN, Entrepreneur Magazine, Good Day LA, Women's World, Glamour Magazine, and much more. Beside her strong passion and extreme knowledge of finance, she has built a niche for herself as a pioneering financial advisor who creates incredible content. I would like to introduce the Certified Financial Planner, Accredited Asset Management Specialist, and Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor, Brittany Castro. How are you, my friend? How are you? How are you? Thanks for being on my show. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. And what an intro. I like it. I mean, even at, while I was reading it, I was like, wow, she is a, you're such a go-getter. You're, you're just, Aww. since I've met you, you're just a great go-getter. You're, you have this fire and passion about you. And, you know, this is a branding show and everything that you've done, you've attached yourself to incredible brands that just align with your values and your principles and who you are as a person. So, I mean, I'm sure this is this is just the beginning for you, right? You're you're just getting started. I think so. I hope so for crying out loud. You know, I think that's why you and I are so similar and why our original matchmaker <laughs> set us up as friends because our energy is very much the same with our passion and and the intensity we bring to the things we do. Not just only work, but just life in general. And and so it's been a fun ride, but yeah, I hope I hope this next chapter of my career is even like lots of new fun things that I don't even know yet. I'm not a fortune teller, but I think there's a lot of good stuff coming your way. Just um, thank you. Be a fortune teller. I'll exactly. Take it. I get 20% <laughs> as your agent. So let's talk about your your journey in financial advising. You know, you're you're not only the financial advisor of the company, but you're the CEO. That's a huge deal. So Walk me through that process. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. So my career, I started as a financial advisor right out of college, was at a firm for five years. I think I that's where I learned how to be a financial advisor. And I also learned I was not cut out for corporate life. Um, I had way too many ideas. I'm very creative. I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was at that time, but I always had this vision to have my own business just because of the ideas that I could bring to the world. So I guess my, you know, realm is finance because that's what I studied in school and that's the world I fell into after college. Um, But after I got that experience at the firm, I left and went independent, started a YouTube channel in 2010 when that was like back in the day, one of the pioneers of that um, now it's funny because, you know, I look at the world and people are just content creators using TikTok and, but you know, 10 years ago we had YouTube and that's what we did. 
to create a brand. So that's what I used in the beginning to create a niche for myself and a name for myself because I knew I didn't want to just be the typical financial advisor. I actually wanted to be the next Susie Orman, have more of that media uh, career as well, the financial expert in the media, as well as do the financial planning for clients because that was always my bread and butter. Um, and then that led me about eight years ago to start this company, Financially Wise Inc. And, you know, that role of CEO, you just kind of <laughs> choose it, right, for your um, business card. But it's basically I just wanted to create the company that I didn't see in the marketplace, but that was the company I wanted, which was doing financial planning with clients, but also doing the content creation with brands, like you said, and speaking at conferences, creating my own content to help people with financial education, and just having that kind of all under the financially wise umbrella, but not limited to just that. Um, so that's what I did. And here I am eight years later. And last year, I sold the client book of business. So that side of my company is now referred out to another firm. Great, you know, team of CFPs who I can trust to take good care of the clients. But that allows me now to do the full time content creation, brand partnerships and speaking, which was always my vision. So I'm very, very happy to be here and, um, you know, run this next chapter of, of the career and brand. And, and we'll get into more detail about that because, you know, partnering up with other companies who are in line with what you believe in, your principles, your values, incredibly important. But, you know, you started creating content in the finance world where there's a lot of, let's say, rules. How are you able to get through those loopholes? Because, you know, I get that question of, I would love to create content. I would love to create videos, but I can't. There's too many rules. I can't. By the time I want to put out a video, it's going to be it's going to be too old. The content's going to be dated. So Ivan, what do I do? So Brittany, what did you do? Yeah. Well, it's so funny when people have that excuse because I'm like, what are you talking about? It's so easy these days to create video content. You know, look at TikTok and just Instagram and the amount of editing tools in the app alone. It is mind blowing to me because you don't even need like the professional camera people and setup anymore when these apps will let us do it. But 10 years ago, I just didn't I mean, I'm in finance, so talk about regulation and restriction. Yeah, we have it. So I just found a way. You know, I knew that was going to be the angle I wanted to do. Um, so I remember I was still at an independent uh, firm. I was registered. You know, that's you always like when you work in the space, you have to either have your own firm or register with a firm to do business. And that was an independent. So I had a little bit more flexibility than the first company I started with. But I just remember talking to the compliance people like literally every other day saying, here's what I'm doing. There's this platform called Twitter. I need you to approve my tweets. And then I would explain what it was. And when I had video content, I would do the same thing. Here's my video script. Here's what I'm going to talk about. Here's why you have to approve it. And of course, their first answer was no, you can't do it. And I said, but look, it's the same thing as if I taught a workshop or had a lunch with people and I'm saying these exact words. Why can't I just put it in a video format and put it on a website or put it on YouTube? So I just had to explain the logistics a little bit more and work with the compliance team to get them caught up a little bit with technology. 
So I don't buy into the excuses that people have because I just always found a way to make it work even when a lot of times the first answer was, no, you cannot, no, you cannot. I would just find workarounds and present my workarounds to the compliance department. And then eventually when I started this company, it was a registered investment advisory. So then I just had a lot more freedom in terms of compliance to create content, which um, was why I chose to do that, um, to give myself that type of freedom. But I just feel like with people with the excuse, it's like, well, there's always a reason not to. So maybe just find, you know, the reasons that you should and just start, you know, sometimes starting is the hardest part. So pretty much there's a way to do everything, right? Just don't break the law, right? But there are ways to do whatever it is that you need to do to stand out. You just have to find those angles. Like what you said, I really love what you did is you just needed to explain it a little bit more so that they understood, right? Because sometimes we don't want to do something because, you know, the other person doesn't understand and then we just decide, you know, forget it. I'm not even going to go down that route. Sometimes all it takes is a little explanation and just the drive and ambition to just want to do it, right? And just be courageous and just and go for it. So talking about going for it, you know, you went from financially wise women, right? When we met oh, yeah. to mm-hmm. financially wise Inc., right? You did a whole rebrand. I remember our conversations about, you know, we were, you were trying to customize your website and with colors. Like, what was that journey like? Because I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we not only rebrand our companies, but we tend to rebrand ourselves, right? Like we need to mm-hmm. kind of mutate into the new version of ourselves. How was that process for you? And what did you learn? Yeah, so um, it is exactly what you said. We have to constantly evolve. I'm actually in that evolving process once again. I'm going to rebrand once again. Um, but I think it was just a time. Like I can't. I feel like when you're in business and with a brand, there's levels. So like you establish a level, master it, and then you realize, okay, I either am going to grow or stay stagnant and die. Not to be Debbie Danner. But I always choose growth, you know, because I think as brands, as companies, we have to constantly grow and evolve. Um, So I knew I had the intuition, okay, I got to evolve and expand just beyond financially wise women, which, by the way, that was really important that I started with that because I really did build a name for myself in that specific niche, targeting women professionals. But then I soon realized I worked with a lot of couples. I work with men. I love men, too. I don't want to just have my brand be limited. Now that I've established myself, I want to evolve to the next level. So it was an evolution. And I think with creative process, or my creative process anyway, sometimes it's a lot of chaos, like you're just like kind of in it, like questioning, having different, um, you're doing like, I would do different research, look at other brands that are out there, what do I want to stand for? It's a lot of self discovery work, figuring out what do I want to be at this new stage? What do I want to talk about? What, what does that mean towards the ideal client and my people like my community? Who are they now? So it's a lot of like, kind of like that, like the creative process of figuring it out. But then there's a point and you know, this like, right when it clicks, it clicks, and it's like, go. And then that feels so good because there's this clarity and intensity that comes with it because now you have the direction and you just have to execute. So then that, all that means is like picking the new color scheme or branding or new website or new services or whatever it might be and finding the people to help you do it. 
But I always encourage people when they're in that creative process, now I know, like, let it be. However long it's going to be, it's going to be. Um, the hard part is you have to maintain your current business, right? While you're like behind the scenes developing and in this weird creative process to like birth something new. So I think that's always the challenging part is managing, you know, the current business while you know you're working on something new that's coming soon and you can't really tell people or launch it yet. Um, but I also have learned that's sort of like a really fun time and to kind of cherish it in a way because it is full of a lot of discovery, a lot of like trial and error, and uh, you learn a lot. You really do learn a lot. And I like what you said about self-discovery because it's, you know, especially in branding, you really need to get to the core of who you are, right? And mm -hmm. and know what you want. Um I've been asked the question of like, well, when do you rebrand? Like how often do you do it? Is it every couple of years, every five years, every 10 years? It really, it, there is no timeline, right? It just depends yeah. on you. I think just as we're all human, we're always evolving. Some of us are in a relationship with someone or something for two years, three years, five years, and then you know it's over. It, you'll know, you'll know when it's yeah. time to rebrand. When that fire is starting to dim, and you need something new to be excited about, that's when it's probably time to rebrand. Am I right? Absolutely. You nailed it. Yeah, there's no like time frame that's going to be applicable to everybody. It's just your own personal journey. And then I think sometimes it's like spark from the outside, like out, outside events, like the last few years, there's been a lot of changes happening. So it's kind of then like outside factors kind of require you to go in and see, okay, is this still something I'm resonating and excited about? Do I need to kind of up level and refresh and rebrand? Does it need to be major? Is it just some small shifts? I mean, it's so, it's so different for everybody. You've done a lot of collaborations with other companies, with magazines, with Chase, with Entrepreneur Magazine. How has that happened? Is it something that you have decided this is in line with my brand. I'm going to go after them. I'm going to see if we can work together. Have they come to you? Has it been a combination of the two? I think that's a question that a lot of companies are always trying to figure out. I want to collaborate with someone. I want to brand myself with another company that has similar values. What's that process like? So my process is very unique. I don't know if this is good for everybody, but this is what works for me. I create content consistently. And then every now and then, like let's say every six months to a year, I create like a vision or a list of partnerships or types of work I want to do. So it's almost like I write out my ideal situations. And then somehow <laughs> the way that the universe works, because I show up, do my life, put in the work, these opportunities come to me. So that's what's happened with Chase. Like all of these speaking opportunities. It was never PR. It was me just doing consistent content on my social media. And like I said, having clarity around, oh, it would be cool if I got more media. And then I would write it out. I call it my magic journal. I put in my magic journal what I want. And then like somehow whenever the time's right, it comes. With the brand partnership specifically, eight years ago, I saw that was like the start, I feel like, of influencer marketing. And I saw other people do it. And I thought, I want to do the same thing in finance. So 
just started putting it out into the universe. I swear to God, like just, I want brand partnerships. I want brand partnerships. And then they started to come my way, turned down. I remember with the Chase one, because that was like my first big one. I think I turned down two that were promising right before, but it wasn't right for me. Like even though the money was good, the partnership looked good, the brand and company itself wasn't in alignment with what I would normally talk to my community about or what I would normally recommend. And so even though it was difficult to say no, I'm glad I did because then the Chase one came that was such a great partnership. And for three years, that was like such a wonderful, um, you know, gig that I had with that whole Chase and the marketing team. And then since then, you know, now I work with Mint. But I'm I'm in this phase right now, actually, with some other things I want to happen. And I and I encourage people, once you have clarity, you don't really even need to shout it from the rooftops. You can tell the people in your immediate circle, like, here's what I'm working on, if you know anybody. Um, but honestly, it's just consistently putting out value. And nowadays, what we turn, uh, use is content, like putting out videos, blogs, helpful resources, and keeping what you want clear in your mind. And, and you'll you'll be surprised, I think, at like how the universe starts to bring the people. And you have to be open and aware because if you're not aware to see the opportunities, you're going to miss it. So I think a lot of times people are cloudy or like weighed down by confusion or stress and it keeps them blocked. So I do a lot of personal things like meditation, as you know, to just stay more aware and alert. So if things are like talked about, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was the person I'm going to go talk to him. I'm not you. You said earlier, I'm never afraid to be like, oh, hey, Ivan, you know, that one person. Can you get an intro for me or um, but I'm never like pushy with it. It's because I'm just build good relationships. And then when I see something happening, I just take advantage of the opportunity. So I wrote down a couple of notes here. Number one, I put magic journal. So everyone needs to get a magic journal. Um, no, it's journaling alone guys is, or having a vision board. It's so important, right? Cause I, you know, I wrote down a couple of bullet points of things that you said that I think should resonate with, you know, all of our listeners and entrepreneurs is you're very intentional, Brittany. You are very intentional with everything that you do. You have a lot of value that you provide, right? At no cost. You're just trying Mm -hmm. to help out your community and you are very aware, right? I think that comes with wanting to be aware and learning ways to find that awareness. Like what you said, meditation, it could be exercise. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many different practices that one can do, especially as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, we have so much going on in our lives that just trying to find that like very peaceful time and space to be able to just sit with our, with our thoughts and, and make decisions, right. And think and be creative. Um, and, and speaking about, you know, being intentional and providing value, you know, Brittany Castro, Ivan Estrada, you know, we are from the Latino community and, you know, Latin X community is such a huge community. Um, you're involved in so many different things. Um, you know, I was actually told the other day is that, you know, in the Latino community, it's not about generational wealth. It's about generational debt, right? Like there, what, you know, there needs to be more education in the Latino community in regards to finances, wealth creation, and you are doing that with Summa Wealth. So tell me a little bit more about what you're doing with them and, you know, what your goal is. 
we did like just a one-off partnership, but it was wonderful so far. And I hope it leads to more work because I strongly believe in what they're doing. And also I love Bea, Beatrice, who is the founder and CEO. We worked together in the past on when she had another company and I just love everything she's about. But I think you're spot on. Like, you know, I'm half Mexican. So I've always had this foot in the door of like, um, I guess like that community, but it's funny because now it's obviously very much more, I guess you can say trendy, but it is accurate. Like you said, it's, it's talking more about how to, how to help people get out of like, almost like this level of playing in their financial lives and, and expand beyond it to create more of that wealth and home and real estate, like, you know, what you help people with and you know, the stock market and investing in, you know, even like crypto and those sorts of things is what I'm helping people with. So I think it really is just partnering with really amazing brands who, like you said, have that intent to really educate. I've always been about education because I I can't get behind brands who are just like pushing products or selling products. And especially if they're not helping people, you know, I actually talked to one recently and I was like, I don't, and this is for the Latinx community. And I was like, I actually think this product might be hurting like the, the Latinx community. So why would I want to work with them? And I, I wasn't clear on how this could actually help people expand in their financial lives, almost like it wanted to keep them in the same level that they're already in now. So Summa Wealth is wonderful. If people haven't checked it out, I highly encourage it. Bia is amazing and um, hope to do more work with them. But yeah, when even when I worked with Chase, we did the Hispanic segment for I think the first two years and then third year we expanded to just general market but it was it's fascinating that you know there's still not a lot of people like you and I and resources to help individuals not only inspire them to say hey look I I'm like you I I didn't come from wealth I I had to learn how to create it I had to find the resources and the people to talk to and connect with to do it for myself and help my family as well but that you know, now I think there's a lot of need for experts like you and I to work with these brands who can scale content and scale reach. And it's just to me like such a great synergy and partnership. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking about being part of a certain community, I mean, there's so many other different causes that I think all of us as human are connected to. It could be something regarding cancer research, a certain foundation, you know, a certain community of yours. I mean, there's so many different levels of ways to be able to brand yourself and not just as a branding effort, but just to help humanity, right? I think mm -hmm. right now more than ever, our planet needs our help, our neighbors need our help, our friends, our family, and figuring out how we can be of value to them and to each other. And so let's, um, your content, Brittany, you know, you're the content queen for women in financial investments. I want to know a little bit more about your process. So yeah. You know, people get stuck on what can I do? Like, what should I do with video? Should I just pick a topic? Should I, you know, <laughs> do I need to get a professional camera crew? Should I have a script? Should I memorize something? And, and you really have gotten down this process. And this is questions I get all the time, but you make it look so easy, so seamless. So for someone who is looking to just create content in any line of business, like what would be your advice? Ooh. Well, if it's video content, I, I mean, look, the, the reality is people love video content. So if you can, 
get your skills up and just learn how to deliver video content. Even if you're so awkward in the beginning, and the first ones are not that great. Just start because people are, this is how, I mean, I consume content. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and I like to see a face as I'm hearing the content, right? I think that helps me as a human connect because I'm all about like relationships and connecting. And if I don't feel that connection with someone, I don't give her they're the smartest person in the world. Like it's just not going to resonate. That's my style. Like I'm not, I'm not good on blog forums. Like I'm not one of those people that's like just online chatting and I don't see a face or like a video of the person because I, I need that element of connection. So I think to encourage people, just start, look, you can do simple videos on your iPhone, literally just get a self-lighting kit on Amazon, write out topics. So my process is very streamlined just for time efficiency. So typically once a month, I create a batch of videos. I mean, lately I've just been doing them at home in my home office because of the way we're working. Most of it's work from home, but I'm starting to get like back with uh, my video guy and like actually at an office space and, you know, kind of bring back that element of extra layer of professionalism. But I still like to write out every topic. Like if I'm going to talk about what is Bitcoin, right? So I know what my topic is going to be. And then I actually write a script mainly because I think that helps me as a professional know exactly what I'm going to say and make sure it's very value rich. And then I send that to my social media manager as well. So then she has all this copy that she can take and turn into graphics or little phrases to use in our Instagram. So it's almost like doing one thing and being able to leverage it for multiple content forums. So I write a script and then usually I just film. Like once I write a script, it's actually kind of how I memorize it because I don't like to memorize scripts unless it's very specific with um, compliance and you have to say things like in my profession, you have to say things like almost to a T with some topics you're talking about. Otherwise, it's not compliant, approved and legal. But yeah, I just like to bring my personality and and kind of the formula is like opening with a question, providing the advice and then giving a call to action. So I think just keeping it simple, using an iPhone, using a light kit you can get on Amazon, writing out your topics and doing batch videos is like the best way to get do it and get started and then build efficiency around it. Because I think everybody complains about the time involved, the money maybe. Um, but a lot of those barriers are just they don't even exist if you just plan it in your calendar and then just do it with your iPhone. So, and, and look, it doesn't need to be perfect. When I look at some of the videos I did starting in 2010, I mean, mind you, I've had a lot of experience since then. So it's very much embedded in me now to just throw up a camera and I could talk like you, you know, we've put in a lot of time, but back then it was like funny. I would watch my videos and I would actually self-critique. And that's how I learned to get better. And also my family and friends are so great because they give me feedback. (laughs) And if they're like, Brittany, you look so serious or why do you act weird? You know, they would give me very specific feedback, which helped me become better and better over time. So I think it's just being open to feedback, watching yourself, and then you could see, and it's just experience. You'll, You'll get better with time. And it all comes down to mindset, right, Brittany? Like you just said, you just have to do it. Good advice that you gave was you just have to batch them all together. You pick a day, pick a day out of the month, just do all the filming then, get it out of the way. It doesn't have to be word for word. No one knows. No one else saw the script. 
and then just throw it out there, right? And just launch it. And the, the thing that I loved that you just said also is about self-critique, right? Like you played your videos back, you watch them. You know, I've done that at the beginning. People, it is very uncomfortable, right? Some That's of us weird. like how we yeah. sound, how we look. We start nitpicking certain things about ourselves. But, you know, that's the only way you're going to learn, right? That's the only way is just letting down that ego and just watching and seeing how you can perfect your craft. And at the end of the day, it's just time, right? All you do, you got to do it over and over and over and mm -hmm. over and over until you have it down. And so, and, and just a little shameless plug for everyone, for those of you who need help with video, you know, if you go to brand with video, brandwith.com, you could take the brand with video course, uh, which is a course where we help you get comfortable on camera and be able to do what Brittany's doing with the hard work and dedication of wanting to better your business. So Brittany, this was such a great talk. I knew it would. I didn't even have to send you the questions beforehand. You're just a <laughs> professional. You're easy. You always have it down. So what's next for Brittany Castro? What's on the, uh, let's be intentional here. Throw it out into the universe. What do you want? Yeah, I want my own consistent TV show, money show that I host. Five days a week would be amazing. It's like a talk show vibe. I already have the pitch and everything. I'm promoting and you're going to be my recurring guest. So we already I'm talked in. about I'm this. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> This I'm in, I'm long, there. My lifelong dream is just to make a TV show with you and I. <laughs> I'm perfect. Just send me the script at Ivan at, yeah, just. <laughs> no, I'm like, every time I'm like, what can I do with Ivan? How can we work together more, more? <laughs> um, and I'm so glad you created this video course. I mean, I think what you do with your brand, you always inspire me, which is why I think we get along so well, because not only are we friends and like family at this point, but it's like. We keep each other inspired in our work professional life and um, I'm just so happy what, that you created this course because I think it's going to help so many people and your book and everything you're doing now. It's just so valuable and it makes so much sense because you have all the experience, all the success with all these endeavors you've done. So it just feels so exciting. And I'm just going to make sure I claim you for my TV show before you get too big time for me. <laughs> uh, Brittany, well, I love you. You know, we've been friends for a while now and I think you know, it's a testament to who you are as a person, you know, your fire, your passion, you're a giver. Like I get so much knowledge from you and I hope that that's reciprocated because, you know, we're, we're trying to do good things in the world. We're trying to change the way yeah. things are and trying to make things better. And I think when you really find those people in your life, when you're creating your brand, creating your business, these are the type of people that you just need to latch onto, right? Because I think none of us could do anything alone. I don't know. I don't care who you are. It's all teamwork. You know, even when things are down, you need someone to push you back up and to tell you that you can do it. And uh, that's what I see in you and in our relationship. And I'm just so thankful that we are in each other's lives. And pretty much that's all we have for this episode with Brittany Castro. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find out more Brittany by checking out her Instagram at Brittany Castro. That's Brittany with two T's people or on Facebook at Financially Wise Inc. You can also see her content and learn about all things finance by subscribing to her amazing YouTube channel at Brittany Castro. If you're interested in connecting with Brittany for her financial advising, you can check her out at financiallywiseinc.com. I love it. Thank you. Thank you all again for listening to this episode. For more information on branding and marketing, check out our ecosystem on brandwith.com. You can also find more tips by signing up for our newsletter that's not boring or by following us on social media. If you're looking to get featured on this podcast to discuss your branding or marketing needs, 
Find out how to do so on our website as well. Can't wait for you to brand with us again.